And here we go. Let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals Sports Podcast. I am your host, Josh Miller, brought to you by Fansided.com. If you're watching from Twitter and want to comment, share something, talk talk to me at all, go over to our YouTube channel. Should be right in our uh, description. And uh, you go, they're not our description, our profile uh, message, forget what it's called. And you go over there, you can uh, go in there, post a comment. And today, I mean, the comment should be full. We got one of the most anticipated games of the season coming up that we are reviewing today on Sunday. It is going to be the Battle of Ohio in Paul Brown Stadium. One o'clock. Can't wait. It's our first home game in three weeks. Uh, it, it's It's been a long, long, hard road. Went two out of three. And now we got a chance to go 3-0 and in the division. This could be a game that can completely knock the Browns out of contention for the AFC North. The Browns will go 0-2 in the division if the Bengals can hang up on a W and the Bengals can go 3-0. And that I mean, and, and that's massive. And I don't really, really need to say how massive that is. Everybody already knows. Um, I mean, going up 3-0 in the division, two of those wins are on the road. One's against Baltimore, one's against Pittsburgh. You got Pittsburgh and Baltimore coming back to Paul Brown Stadium in a raucous crowd because now, you know, when the Bengals win, that's when Cincinnati shows up. So you know, now that we're winning five and three, they're going to show up. This game's going to be absolutely electric on Sunday, and it's going to continue to be electric. Uh, the Bengals could, they, and you know, I, I'm hearing a lot of this is a must win for the Browns, and I, I don't disagree. I mean, the Browns are sitting at, I believe, four and four, and uh, I mean, if they lose here, they're zero and two in the division. They're four and five, and then just like that, they went from you know the preseason champions. Which is ridiculous. Honestly, uh, can we stop hyping up the Browns? Are we done yet? Seriously, are we done? Have they done enough where they, we know that they aren't a real team? That we know that they aren't a championship contender? We know that now, right? We've been saying that for quite a while. I don't understand where, why every single offseason, especially these last two or three years, everybody keeps saying it's the Browns year, it's the Browns year, they're going to win the AFC North. Folks. Let me tell you something right now. The Bengals are 2-0 and in the division. The Browns just got beat 15-10. to This goes. 15-10. to That's terrible. That's terrible. And the game that they lost at the beginning of the year was to the Chiefs. And it was a close game. It came down to the final drive. And we all thought, oh, shoot, the Browns might, buy, might be real this year. The Chiefs have been terrible since. Absolutely terrible. It's really kind of shown. 15 to 10 against the Steelers. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm a little stuffed up, a little coffee today. Um, but and but the problem is is that like where where did this recognition like where did the Browns deserve this recognition? Yeah, they made the playoffs last year and they got a playoff win. Good for them. They they beat a Pittsburgh team that was beaten, battered, and that Pittsburgh team mailed in the season. I mean, if you guys remember, they I'm pretty sure they lost their last five games, one of them being to, uh, you know, four, ten and one Bengals team. And uh, and that that Bengals team had Ryan Finley. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And and now that you think about it and, and now that we're looking at the Browns this year, not much of a change. And last year, both games, one in Cleveland and one at home, both of those games came down to the final drive and both of those games were one possession. That was a team that was four ten and one. 
this team this year, this Bengals team this year, is much, much better. Much better defensively, much better offensively. We've seen it every single week. Now, I will say, obviously, the last week against the Jets, defense played really bad. I thought the offense was okay. Didn't think it was great, but it was okay. Scored 31 points. That's pretty good. Defense played terrible, but honestly, when you look at it, and you look at the game, and I've rewatched the the game against the Jets, and I've kind of thought, you know, a lot of that, uh, the problems that came on defense was not lack of talent. It was maybe, it was definitely let down. The scheme fit didn't work. And then on top of that, when the scheme fit didn't work and the players weren't ready, that you're going to have Mike White throw for, you know, 400 yards and three touchdowns. And, and now his jersey and game ball are in the Hall of Fame for some reason. I don't know. That That's honestly really strange. I did not think that that was going to happen. But little, little did I know, of course. That being said, last week is done with. I don't think that this team's going to take a backward step. I think they're going to take a huge leap forward because now they've realized they can't take anybody for granted. You really can't. Um, even even when you're that good, I mean, we, I talked about it last week. And it, it, the NFL is a week-to-week league. Yeah, there's favorites, and a lot of times there's big favorites, and the Bengals were big favorites on the road. And, you know, sometimes ex- expectation can crumble a team, and that's what happened. It's week-to-week. And then think about it. I mean, it's not just the Bengals because – but it's like, oh, the Bengals are fake. The Bengals are fake. No. Tampa Bay just got beat at New Orleans. And New Orleans had Trevor Simeon starting. So it's not just the Bengals. It's, it's, sometimes that's just what happens. Sometimes you bite the snake. Sometimes the snakes bite, snake bites you. That's it. And you know what? It happened. Uh, it sucked that we, it was an AFC team. But, I mean, we pressed forward here. And the Bengals are going to be pressing forward, and now, I mean, what better way to bounce back than against a beaten Browns team, uh, a, a team that is struggling for a win, a team that is questioning Kevin Stefanski, and now, and now, it's come out a couple weeks, uh, especially after this last Sunday, that Odell is being um, excused from practice. Today was the second time he was excused from practice. Um, I, that is just, what's going on? I mean, what's going on? You got Odell's dad questioning Baker on social media because he's not getting the ball enough. But when Baker throws him the ball, Odell can't catch the ball. And I'm telling you this, I've been saying this ever since he went to Cleveland. Odell is an average receiver. He could be the best receiver on a team. He's probably the best on the Browns in terms of talent. He's an average receiver. He doesn't do much for him. Jarvis Landry's dropping balls. I mean, honestly, Rashad Higgins is the only one on the Browns that, you know, I'm a little worried about, but I'm not worried about Adele. I hope he plays. I really do. I hope he plays. I hope Baker tries to force him the ball because when Baker has to force the ball, he throws picks. He doesn't play well. I mean, even when he's not forcing the ball, he doesn't throw. He doesn't play well. He throws picks. He throws a lot of picks, actually. And, um, and against a, and something that the Browns, one of the Browns' strengths was going to be this year that ended up not being, and we're seeing it, is that offensive line. Now, uh, and and then on top of that, uh, the run game for the Browns is still very good, but Nick Chubb's still coming off of an injury. This is a game where the Bengals' defense can absolutely feast. 
feast on the Browns. This offensive line's not playing well. They got injuries in and out. Our defensive line just got showed up by the Jets. You think they're going to be coming back without a fire under their ass? They're coming out fast. They're going to try to hit as hard as they can. The Bengals want to keep that AFC North crown. I know, I know they do. You know you do. Or you know they do. And you know that you also want to keep that AFC North ground. And I tell you what, solidify, you can solidify it right here by going 3-0 to the division. And by doing so, you know, you, you, you lock up a good portion. And, I mean, just like that, you're 6-3. and three. You'd rather be 7-2, and two, but you're not. We'll be 6-3 and three if we win on Sunday. And, again, the game it gets played. I still don't know. NFL's a week-to-week. Excuse me. NFL's a week-to-week league. So it, it still could come out that, you know, Cleveland just comes out and, and, and finds a way to win. But we're not going to let that happen because, I mean, if you look at just the matchup, I mean, the Browns probably the best part of their team right now has got to be their defensive line. And the defensive line has looked, I don't want to say pedestrian, but it's looked average. Really looked average. And the defensive line for the Bengals has looked far better. In terms of in terms of news and uh, roster news, let's go back to the Browns' defensive line versus our offensive line. Jackson Carmen was ready to go at practice yesterday. It seems like he's going to be fine and back uh, for Sunday. So this offensive line is, I mean, obviously again, you know, played a really good defensive line in the Jets. The Jets really do have a good defensive line, um, but what they what they can do is they're still progressing. They're still going forward, and they've still found a way to score thirty one points. That's going to win you games. That's going to win you games in the AFC North. And this is a team that that put up 24 points against the Steelers, and the Steelers put 15 points up against the Browns and won. Won. I mean, if you can do that, then, I mean, on on paper, but again, the Browns on paper were the AFC North champions running away. Running away. We're AFC North champions running away. So on paper, you you can't really blame it or claim it yet. What you can claim is that if we're scoring 31 points on Sunday, we're winning the game. Joe Mixon's got to have our running game's got to got to get picked back up. I got to say that our running game has been not as explosive as I would like it to see, like it to be. I mean, obviously, with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are doing, you don't want to mess that up. So the, you want to stay in the passing game. But when we do run the ball, we should be having those uh, sec- the secondary backed up so much from the passing game that Joe Mixon's getting. 10 yards, 15 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards. We are absolutely gashing them down the field. And then that's going to really help because now we're going to have these 10, 12, 13, 15 play drives that end up in a touchdown. And as a defensive, uh, you know, as a defensive lineman that, you know, I play when a team does that, I mean, it rips your heart out. It really does. It really does. We're going to take a quick break here for our sponsor at 11 minutes. And I'm just going to take a sip of coffee real quick. And we're back. So hopefully there was a sponsor there. If it, there wasn't a sponsor there, it probably looked really, really stupid. But um, yes, the mug is a uh, uh, Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge, Disney World. Phenomenal. Great mugs from uh, Disney World. Disney World's always got the best mugs. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So anyway, it, back to the, our offense for Syria defense. I mean, I, I'm not afraid of their secondary. I, to be fair, I'm not really afraid of anybody's secondary. I, I think our offense and our, our deep threats and I mean, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd are 
probably the, one of the best receiving core in the league. And one of the really good things from the Jets game, you saw T. Higgins come back. That's somebody, That's a player that we really needed to see take a step forward. He did on Sunday. He, we know he's still there. Tyler Boyd also had a lot of really good catches. He's still available. So even if they, so at the end of the day, who are the Browns going to take away? You're going to take away Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. Who, who are you going to take away? And then at the end of the day. Joe Burrow will find him and pick him apart. You can't run zone. You can't run zone on us, so you're going to have to run man to man. And the Browns don't have a corner good enough to keep with us. Denzel Ward was all hyper in the offseason. He has not been great. He really hasn't. <coughs> and that's all Cleveland is. They're just hype. That's it. That's all what they've always been, and that's what they always will be. It's just hype, and that's it. That being said, uh, Joe Burrow cannot be throwing lazy picks. One thing about Joe that I, I really love, and he should never change this, uh, but he throws a lot of a lot of jump balls, a lot of 50-50 balls. But one thing that he does he does the best is throwing that 50-50 ball. So, and he fits it in such a way that it's not a 50-50 ball. It's like a 60-40, 70-30 ball. He gives the receiver just enough room. That being said, he's take, he takes shots. He takes deep shots. He likes to go for the home run ball, and that is awesome. That's great. I love that about him. He's got to control some of these picks because some of them are really bad. I got to say the screen pass pick at the end of the game uh, versus the Jets was one of the most abysmal I've seen in a long, long time. That was a bad, bad interception. Really bad. Um, but that being said, I don't think he's going to make those all the time. I think this is that's, you know, outlier because we've seen him make 10 times more plays that ended up in in incredible success then we've seen him throw balls that are you know picked off but he's got to control them he does have an interception tendency and again it's because he takes shots and it's because he's aggressive so he's got to be able to control that aggression he's got to know when to throw that aggressive ball and when not to and he's getting better at it and he'll, he'll continue to grow i mean he's what well, i think this will be his 18th game on sunday i think it'll be his 18th or 19th game somewhere around there He's got a lot of growing to do, and he's still going, and he's still getting better. That's the scary thing that a lot of the AFC North is now realizing. Joe Burrow is getting better. Jamar Chase is a rookie. This defense is very young. We have Chidobe Wuzie locked up three years. We got Trey Hendrickson locked up four. Trey Hendrickson right now has, has a better uh, pressure percentage than Miles Garrett does. Miles Garrett, speak, so speaking of which, this is a good segue there, Josh. I didn't even realize it. So let's talk about Miles Garrett. Obviously, he can, he can rush the quarterback. He can crush, he can crush some quarterbacks. However, you can scheme against him. You don't have to run at him. You don't have to throw in his direction. You can double-team him. You really can. There's ways to stop Miles Garrett. You stop him, Brown's offense, or Brown's defense isn't even, isn't even average. It's below average. It's not good enough. And especially going against our offense, they're not gonna be able to. They're not gonna be able to win any sort of battle, any sort of one-on-one battle. One way that the Bengals could lose is if they let him get loose, and he gets cooking. If he, if Miles Garrett has three sacks, three to four sacks by himself on Sunday, we're probably not winning the game because he knows how to strip sack, he knows how to hit, and he knows how to hit hard. Got to stay away from him. Got to, got to find a way. Got to find a way to block him. 
Uh, keys to the game, I got to say, just play fast, play hard, and, and keep doing what we're doing because it's working. It really is. It, both sides of the ball. Just got to be more aggressive. And you got to be able to adjust better at halftime because the halftime adjustment on the defensive side of the ball for the Bengals last Sunday against the Jets was utterly abysmal. I mean, it was just a cushion, cushion. And it was just like, who, excuse me, who on the Jets are we afraid of? Can't do that. You got to play aggressive. You got to scheme aggressively. That's what this a good defense does is they scheme aggressively and they are aggressive. So you do that, we're going to win the game. And for the fans, go out there, be proud, get to the game. Don't let Browns fans even have a voice in the jungle. Find a way. Get to the game. Um, we're gonna we're gonna need every single voice. Let's sell that sell that baby out. All right. And then uh, on Saturday, let's talk a little Bearcats for a second. Uh, if you want, if you want to listen to some more Bearcats and more uh, college football on Wednesdays, we're starting to have um, more ranking. Uh, uh, basically we're going to have a show that's about the rankings and we're going to, and we're going to listen in and we're going to watch and we're going to analyze that. That's going to be on Wednesdays. Uh, but Tuesdays, Thursdays, we're still rocking bangles. But anyway, on uh, just one quick note uh, for Saturday, go to the game day. Don't boycott, go be hostile, be loud and, and make sure that they hear you and they hear your presence and they make sure they know, you know what? Cincinnati is one of the most hostile places to play. College and NFL. And it is. When it's full and we're in full voice, there's no other place like it. All right, y'all. I know it was a kind of a quick show today. Didn't have any guests. I'm kind of, I'm really kind of busy today. I'm heading up to Columbus. Got my fifth line shirt on here, but I'm heading up to Columbus here in a little bit. So I had to make it a little bit short, but I really appreciate all you. Thank you all so much for listening. This is going to be out later. Let's go. uh, Let's go get a W. And uh, let's go beat the hell out of Cleveland. All right. I'm tired of I'm tired of listening to them. We've been listening to them all offseason about how good they are. Now we have a chance to go in there and beat their ass. We can go three and under the division. Let's hold on to the crown because we are the kings of the AFC North. Hootay. Let's get it done on, on Sunday. Let's do it. <laughs>